Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we talk about the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. We are very fortunate to have Jess Harvey of the Guy Harvey Foundation, such a treasured name in South Florida. And you're actually in a London airport, I understand, right now. In between, well, No, oh. I'm actually in Miami on my way to okay. <laughs> London. So um, it's the last little bit before I switch time zones, but I'm excited about it. (laughs) And you've just come from the islands. So we're really catching you in between a lot of things that are going on. And I just want to thank you in advance for your time to talk to us from the airport. Um, what were you doing in the islands? Was that related to Guy Harvey and the foundation? Yes. In Cayman, it's where one of our offices is and where we live. I have now recently become the CEO, though. And so that's taken on more responsibilities, not just for the Cayman Islands, but for the entire organization. And it's a thrill to have moved into this position. And I look forward to working with my team more closely to continue our great work. But the Caribbean is very close to all of our hearts, especially as a family, because we're island people. And so the ocean is our backyard and we've spent our life exploring it originally from Jamaica, actually. So we moved to the Cayman Islands over 20 years ago. And my father, being the marine artist and scientist and conservationist that he is, was very keen to be somewhere close to water. And my mother, being very similar and being from Jamaica herself, came and seemed to be the best fit. And it's just, it's a spectacular place. The Cayman Islands are at the tip of an underwater mountain. And so it's quite small land-wise, but underwater, it's just unbelievable. Um, and one of the best places to go diving with crystal clear waters, incredible reefs that have been protected since 86. And so is a top destination in the Caribbean to explore. That is very progressive in terms of being aware of conservation, aware of the ocean and what's underneath the water that up until recently we could not see unless mm-hmm. you had the skills to scuba dive or very high technology. But now, you know, they've got these cameras that go down. I don't even know know how far and we're seeing these creatures that are like nothing I've ever seen before and they're just amazing to me you know the ones that have neon coming off them to make their own light at the bottom of the ocean right it's so fascinating we have so much to explore and we've only hit not even the tip of it the iceberg on the discoveries down deep you're absolutely right Alan now how did you become involved with Nova Southeastern University partnering with the Oceanographic Center there to create the Guy Harvey Research Institute you know how did South Florida become part of your awareness well it started actually much earlier as I mentioned my father is a scientist first before he became a full-time artist And he did his PhD in fisheries management. So it's always been very close to his heart. So when he'd gone to Fort Lauderdale to participate in the Fort Lauderdale boat show for the first time with his art, it caught some attention, which then led to the art being placed on T-shirts, which has progressed into the wonderful brand that it is today. And so Florida has been an amazing place and birth, really, of the success of the brand. And dad actually partnered with NSU in 99 with Dr. Mahmoud Shivji and the president of the university at the time to support research in um, fisheries management and biology and discovery. 
And it's still going on. It's over 20 years now. And we're so lucky to be a part of such a wonderful collaboration. And the foundation actually started in 2008 to help speed up the funding for some of the projects that we were involved in so that we could reach some of the answers fastest to the scientific work that was being conducted. Um, Because research is expensive. And some of the projects, especially for animals that are long living, like sharks and billfish that we specialize in, um, you need to spend a lot of time out in the field to tag these animals or to work with them. And it's not easy to fund. And so that was determined to find a way to do that. So Dr. Mahmoud Shivji and the team there have done an incredible job beyond just billfish, movement ecology and discoveries. They've done a lot of things relating to forensics. So tackling fish fraud, They're right now working on a lot of genomic projects to better understand the DNA of sharks and see if it can be of help to health professionals down the road for looking at health benefits that the sharks are exhibiting, having a reduced amount of disease expressed, etc. And so many more things. So it's been it's been a wonderful collaboration and we've been partnering with them for a long time and continue to do so. That is a fascinating angle, investigating the health benefits. I know there's been a lot of research into the food supply in mm. parts of the world. Is the Guy Harvey Foundation part of that and looking for ways to protect our food supply and our natural resources with what you do in the ocean? Absolutely. Um, We support sustainable fishing um, and sustainable harvesting. And that means that we advocate for regulations on animals that reproduce or take a long time to reproduce. Or if, if they've been overfished massively, that, you know, a temporary pause or other measures that are deemed necessary to build back that stock. Um, one of the ones that we're collaborating with is with the Dolphin Fish Research Program from the Beyond Our Shores Foundation, and they are specialized in looking at dolphin fish. And it's, as you might have seen, dolphin fish, you know, we thought was an animal that could never run out. <laughs> now, unfortunately, the sizes that people are catching them at are smaller and smaller and smaller. Wow. And that has really big implications for reproductive rates and success because larger animals tend to put out a lot more eggs and therefore have a larger chance of survival. And when you remove too many of the larger sizes, you're left with smaller sizes, which aren't producing that much and then aren't able to grow as much. And so it becomes a problem. And even more so with places that depend on fish for protein. But in terms of regulations, that's one tool out of the toolbox for conservation efforts as it relates to food security. You know, there are different groups working on agriculture. There are different groups working on marine protected areas. But it takes a collaborative effort to make a conservation effort successful, especially with animals that travel great distances and work, um, not work. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're paying them now. Uh, They're they your researchers. Yeah, they make us work for them for sure. Um, but they, you know, when they pass through different countries' economic zones, that has implications as well because stock populations move through different countries. And if one 
group or several groups are over harvesting in their areas, it has implications for the rest of the countries that depend on that same migratory pathway for their stock. And I just want to clarify for anyone who doesn't know, when you're talking about dolphin fish, you're not talking about dolphins, the mammal. Yes, no, that is not. <laughs> yeah, no, not, uh, not the porpoise. No, this is dolphin fish, or a lot of people term it as mahi-mahi or dorado, if in Spanish term. Um, but it is the fastest growing fish, so it wouldn't take long for efforts to change in its favor with right regulations. And some places have better regulations in terms of the amount kept per boat. But in terms of just another highlight, with help from the Guy Harbor Research and Nova Southeastern University in particular, um, was that we did this study on shortfin mako sharks in the Atlantic. And over six years, 30% of those animals were harvested, which was huge. And, and what made it more important than accurate was because we'd used satellite tags on those sharks. So anyone could see... If you went on to ghritracking.org, you can actually track those sharks. Wow. And that is dependent on battery life. But the main point is that it's fisheries independent data, meaning that you don't need someone to report to you that they've caught a shark or they've seen a shark. The fish is reporting itself amazing. In their real time. Well, not it, only it's, that, it's amazing. But also when you say 30% of them were harvested, the first thing that came to my mind is the pandemic and how many people worldwide died. And yet it was still such a tiny percentage of our global population. If 30% of the globe were to die, that would be an incredibly significant number. So if that's happening with the sharks, you know, how many other species are seeing that kind of decline in population? And then what does that mean for humans when we are losing our environment, our ecology, our ecosystem, essentially. It's not just the food mm-hmm. of the fish, but what do the fish eat? What grows as a result, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it all is one big cycle. You're right. I mean, it is of concern because particularly for that animal, it was 10 times larger of a harvest rate than was previously anticipated. And that's, as you said, you know, that's only of, of a species that's known in a particular area. The amount of technology that has allowed us to really be success, too good almost at harvesting fish of all kinds is a real problem. And But thankfully, there are people who are paying attention and advocating for change. And especially with species that are considered keystone species, which are animals that are indicators of ocean health like a shark, like a billfish, like a turtle, like a whale. There's so many animals where if you see a healthy population of those animals, that's an indication that the food chain is strong that supports them. And that has implications for, you know, what we want and the health of the ecosystem that we so dependent on our survival. What guidance would you give to people who, you know, South Florida people love to go fishing, they love to go boating, they love to go scuba diving. How can they be sure not to interfere with the ecosystem? What can they do or not do? The first thing, Ellen, I think is for listeners is to be interested, be curious, get to know the characters that are in your backyard because there is so much to learn. Education is the key to conservation. And so the more that we know, the more we can learn about what impact we're having on our environment. And there's a lot of things that are available on the Guy Harvey Foundation website and resources which can help listeners learn more about some of these 
species and habitats like mangroves and lionfish and dolphinfish, as I mentioned earlier, billfish, etc. And knowing what the regulations are in your area. Um, it's very, very important because regulations are in place set by science to support sustainable practice as best they can. And in some places it needs, you know, further research and um, support, but certainly being mindful of how much you really need to eat and take home, what size the animal is, understanding what is considered a juvenile versus an adult and releasing the juveniles and Mm. keeping one or two of the adults, that kind of thing can make such an impact for what we're seeing and certainly go out and explore. You know, there's, I'm, I'm an angler. I've been an angler pretty much since I was in diapers. (laughs) So (laughs) I, uh, I, um, I love it, you know, and I learn sports fishing to me is a wonderful sport to be respected and the lessons we've learned over time in terms of using circle hooks over J hooks and to help support the species we love to catch and catch and release. I mean, that's a very, very big way in terms of supporting the ecosystem. As a diver, not touching the coral, as they say, leave behind bubbles only. <laughs> right, know? right. Um, and just being careful of what you wear and, um, you know, what waste you leave behind and how you, you know, there's a, there's a lot more injuries and stuff in relation to boating that I've been seeing <laughs> since, since I've I've been back and forth as often, but there's certainly a lot that people can do. And, you know, the foundation is here for anybody who has questions, but certainly there's a lot of places, um, great institutions and nonprofits and organizations that are specialized in different things. So there's a lot of resources out there for people who want to make a positive impact on their backyard. Well, obviously your website is one of the first places to start, guyharveyfoundation.org. You've got a whole section for education with resources for individuals and teacher workshops so that they can then pass on the information, Mm -hmm. family activities that kids and moms and dads can do together. And now what is this scholarship program that you have? The scholarship programs is to help support undergraduate and graduate university students studying marine science and basically, you, you know, working to become leaders of ocean conservation. And so that is something that has been established for a while now. And I'm hoping that we can expand that in future to be not just for students in Florida, but students all over. You know, we've had amazing students come through with interesting projects and ideas and what they've contributed to us in terms of our knowledge about the environment is is essential. But supporting students is the main thing. And that is one of my passions. I, you know, growing up, I found it very difficult, you know, the textbook style of learning. And so as much as we're supporting our undergraduate and graduate students, we're really setting a priority now to support the kids in K through 12 too, because they need, there's so much to learn. And if you don't have a basis early, it's hard to, it's hard to develop an understanding of why it's so important and the dynamics of which they play a part in, in their environment. And so we've been so excited to work with collaborators and partners and sponsors to create this curriculum, marine science curriculum that is now in 17 different districts in Florida Congratulations. for free. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And I understand you're working with Wahoo Bay. They're setting up a marine park in Pompano Beach. 
Yes, they are. In fact, I think they've actually started now. What they're doing is, you know, very much in line with what you're doing in terms of creating a place where people can learn. And they don't have to know how to swim to be able to learn, although we always encourage knowing how to swim in Florida for your own safety, if not for exploration purposes. But for exploration, that's just the icing on the cake. What can we, as part of the community, do to support the work of the Guy Harvey Foundation? Um, Well, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, um, Well, you know, learning more about the different events that are hosted and coming to see us at the various different events by supporting. People can check out our website and um, become part of the annual giving campaign, which supports and funds our research and educational initiatives. Um, There are expeditions that we host. um, We're hosting four this year, two in Guatemala, one in Mexico and one in Panama. And that's an opportunity to come and fish or experience seeing the whale sharks with me. And part of the proceeds of that benefit the foundation. So if anyone's interested in that, it's a lot of fun and it's, it's different every time. And you can see how we go out and into the field and collect content and, you know, learn from different people. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, if people want to just inquire about our resources, you know, that's what we're here for too. We're looking to partner with different groups and help support and distribute our educational curriculum so that more people can get access to it faster. Okay. Well, I Um, see where you have the teacher's resources under education. mm -hmm. Where does someone find the information about the expeditions if they want to take part in that? Um, That should be on our website as well. If not, they can email us on the info page and two of the flyers are still being finalized, but certainly emailing us, you can, we can send you direct information to learn more. The, the first two expeditions is between the 23rd of June and the 1st of July. And that's a first come first serve to fish with me then as well. Okay. Um, but what's great as a part of that is that it's a learning experience. So we'll have a visiting scientist to present information about it. So people are not just going for a fun experience, but you're learning something from it as well. And hopefully gives people a better appreciation of where they are and what their connection is to that place. Yeah, uh, you can't uh, help but be, get involved when you're that close to the, the marine life. Yeah, and then the, just the final thing, you know, we love corporate partnerships. We have amazing partners with people like Brightmark and Norwegian Cruise Line and then um, Bergeron Foundation, um, SeaWorld. There's so many different groups that have supported us over the years. And just by even buying Guy Harvey apparel, Um, part of the proceeds of the sale of every piece of merchandise benefits the foundation. So shout out to all the Guy Harvey fans because you're helping us meet our mission and and make it possible too. Okay. And uh, thanks to your dad for all of the beautiful artwork all over our community, (laughs) on walls, everywhere that it happens to be. I mean, you, you can't go through South Florida without being very aware that we are a community on the water. (laughs) <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, one final um, question. I know you're excited about being CEO, but that requires a lot of different kinds of skills and uh, your time being taken by other things than being out on the water. How are you going to deal with it? 
That's a very good question. <laughs> but it's an easy one to answer because I could not do it without my incredible team. Okay. Um, I work with some amazing, hardworking, talented individuals who have, you know, whenever I question or self-doubt a direction, I can lean on them for support and brainstorm and ask questions and their expertise. And they are just passionate, enthusiastic people. So that's number one. That's that's how I'm able to do this. Um, but certainly they give me the breath to be able to do what I can do in terms of going to travel, develop partnerships, share the story, bring authenticity, you know, as it is a family foundation and make sure that, you know, I protect my father's legacy and keep that torch burning. Because one of the things that I was always taught is that your name is not something you have. It's something that you've borrowed. Mm. And so, you know, it's important to do what you can and pass that on to the next generation for inspiration. And, um, you know, I'm so lucky to be in the place I am and have had the mentorship of my father and many others um, who've helped me along the way. But, you know, the other thing, too, is that I'm so excited about the youth that are coming up um, and giving such inspiration because it can seem doom and gloom all the time. You know, um, yeah, just yeah. overwhelming in terms of how are we going to solve all these problems in this short span of time that we have. But, you know, the, they really get it. They really understand that there is an urgency and are not afraid to um, speak their mind, learn more and encourage their peers and families to support it. So, you know, that really is that helps my job, too, because at the end of the day, if we work together as a team, we can accomplish a lot. Oh, isn't that um, the truth? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I have, you know, friends and family that keep me going and wonderful partners and um, sponsors, as I mentioned earlier, that have been so supportive as well. So it is daunting um, <laughs> to be in this, in this position, but I know I'm not alone and I'm, I am grateful and I know that we're going to do a lot together. Yes, you are. And the fact that you know and have a team around you to work with and to to call on when you need assistance, mm-hmm. just that awareness is number one. And having the people that you need because you're aware, number two, you, you have a great support team and congratulations on that. And of course, with your dad. And I, I just felt, you know, when you quoted him with your name is not something you have, it's something you've borrowed. It also is true for our planet. We don't own mm-hmm. the planet. We borrow it for the amount of time we're here. And it's up to us to keep it in good working order and leave it in a better condition than we found it. Absolutely. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. You've so inspired true. me. So, true. so, true. so I, yeah. I will absolutely, when you have those flyers, send them to me and we'll, you know, be happy to spread the word and encourage people to go to your website, GuyHarveyFoundation.com. Org and look for your your expedition notebooks are up there so they can see what it's like to be on an expedition and then you know consider they might find that it's just the dream that they've been looking for you know to to be able to take a sort of a vacation but an educational vacation <laughs> yes you know it's it's like on everybody's bucket list and it's like just do it just why wait do it mm-hmm. now do it now 
Um, Absolutely. Thank you so much. I mean, that's, that's, it really is a help. And if anybody is in town, the, the guy Harvey Lasola store is up and running. So if you wanted to ask questions there as well, you're more than welcome. And if anyone wanted to learn more, even sponsor a shark tag, um, you know, that's also something fun that people can do that helps support research. So by all means, there's a there's a lot to look at and do and take part in. So have at it. <laughs> all right. Where on Las, what's the address on Las Olas for the Guy Harvey store? It's 816 East Las Olas Boulevard. Okay, right near, I think it's Europa. That's like the main avenue <laughs> to yeah. get from Broward. Know, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. We will share that. And again, GuyHarveyFoundation.org. Any information you want, you can request. Sign up for the newsletters. You can click the donate now. Just get involved. And remember, we live on this ocean and we want it to continue to sustain us as well. Um, and like you said, if we all do it together, we can accomplish great things. So Jess Harvey, you are an incredible inspiration and thank you for taking care of our marine life and our oceans and doing what you do to take care of the planet. We appreciate it and to carry on your father's legacy. Thank you, Ellen. I appreciate it. And thank you for all your help, too, in creating awareness of the importance of our of our planet. It's team effort, and we really appreciate it. It's been an incredible educational experience for me. And the more I talk to people like you, the more it matters to me. You know, when you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> and you don't realize yeah. the importance. And really, I know that you're running between a lot of stuff. I so appreciate your time. This is important. If you have events coming up, let me know. Thank you so much. And I guess just a heads up to what we didn't get a chance to talk about earlier, but we're planning a special event with, um, in collaboration with Force Blue, I Care and Marine Lab on a coral reef restoration project that they have. And it's also something that divers can participate in. It's, it's like one of the most gratifying dives I've ever done, um, where you go and outplant coral and help participate in, in that effort. And so that's being planned in July. So that might be something of interest Definitely. Um, for you to just, it, it's been rewarding. We, we plant, dad and I planted some coral, I think two Septembers ago, and they're doing really well. Um, and it's just, there's nothing more inspiring when you're, all your hard work and effort is paying off and, and supporting the reefs. So they, they've got to be can, like, they've got to be like your babies watching them grow. Oh, they are. They are. In fact, if when people go on the website, there's a picture of me holding like a heart shape with my hands Aww. and there's corals in front of it. Those are the corals that we, when we went back to see them the second time and they'd grown over the pen, the pin that they had, we'd attached them to. And it was just like, Oh, this is, they are my babies. <laughs> it's just it, You literally are bringing new life into the marine world and life that will help it recuperate. So that's mm -hmm. just, it's marvelous. And congratulations on being able to do something you love. You have your unique perspective and, you know, you're, you're still at the beginning of all the work that you're going to do. And, and mm -hmm. there's just great things ahead. Oh, so. Thank you, Ellen. I really appreciate your support. 
I'm definitely look forward to working with you more closely in the future, for sure. We most certainly will. Thank you. Have a safe trip. Alan, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be on the show with you for the first time. Thank you so much. <laughs> All Have right. a wonderful day. You too. Take care. Jess Harvey of the Guy Harvey Foundation. And again, GuyHarveyFoundation.org. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-S-1-E, at cmg.com. Join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus, and have a wonderful day. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.